Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Zivi Owens, and you're listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. This 30-minute podcast features a new author interviewed by me every single day, 365 days a year for about 30 minutes. I am also the publisher for Zibby Books, which publishes 12 books a year in fiction and memoir. Our books are already out now. You can check it out on zibbybooks.com. And we have a magazine called Zibby Mag, where we have lots of wonderful essays and lifestyle features. That's at zibbymag.com. We have classes at zibbyclasses.com. And I recently opened a bookstore in LA called Zibby's Bookshop at 1113 Montana Avenue at 11th Street in Santa Monica. I hope that you are able to enjoy some of our other offerings. But this here podcast is the basis of all of it and started in 2018. And no matter what I do, this is basically my favorite thing. Enjoy. Diane Marie Brown is the author of Black Candle Women. Diane is a professor at the Orange Coast College and a public health professional for the Long Beach Health Department. She has a BA and MPH from UCLA and a degree in fiction from USC's Master of Professional Writing Program. She grew up in Stockton and now lives in Long Beach, California with her husband, their four daughters, and their dog, Brownie. Black Candle Woman is her debut novel and was picked as a read with Jenna Pick. Welcome, Diane. Thanks so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss Black Candle Women. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Can you please tell listeners what your book is about? Sure. So Black Candle Woman tells about a multi-generational 
family of Black women whose lives are affected by a curse. And this curse happens to kill anyone with whom they fall in love. So they've lived their lives protecting themselves from the curse. They've been isolated in their Southern California home, but they have to face the curse head on when the teenager in the house brings home a love interest for the first time. And as they grapple with that, we hear about their challenges in present day. But through the family's matriarch, we go back to 1950s New Orleans to learn about the curse's origin, which was put into place by a voodoo sorceress. Ooh. Okay, (laughs) where did this come from? So it has a few origin stories. (laughs) I'll take them all. Yeah. (laughs) I guess the first of which is in my writing program, we had a prompt for a very short story. And I don't even remember what the prompt was, but I just, that's where these women came to my mind and I started writing about them there. And then I I really liked them. And so I wanted to give them a bigger story. So I started thinking to my childhood, my Both of my parents are from Louisiana and my uncle lived in New Orleans. So every year my mom and I, my mom was a teacher and we would go by train uh, every summer to New Orleans to visit my uncle. We'd go by train because my mom didn't fly. (laughs) Um, And so we take the long trip from Northern California all the way to New Orleans and just would spend weeks there hanging out, cooking, playing with the neighbors. It was just, it was always something that I looked forward to. And it was so different from my hometown. And I always just thought about those summers with a lot of nostalgia. And I just remember thinking uh, about some of the um, things that made New Orleans interesting. So of course, the whole aura of voodoo and hoodoo. And I thought about Marie Laveau, who is the voodoo queen of New Orleans. And um, as I was older, um, I'm an only child. So, and I didn't know my grandparents. So I'm always just and my parents being educators, just a huge imagination all, you know, all my life. And so I started thinking one day, what if I was related to Marie Laveau somehow, or, or just, you know, Marie Laveau, like if she had generations that were alive today, what would she have imparted to them through just her lineage? What skills or abilities would she have passed along? And so that just kind of got the wheels turning and uh, somehow death (laughs) (laughs) they love with came into play. I think it was a more sinister story before where they were kind of using that Mm. to seek vengeance on people who deserved it, but I kind of changed it because I really wanted to focus on these women and their connections in this family. And so that's kind of how the story was born. Wow. And has anybody in your family lost a loved one like that or anything? Or Not that I know. Okay. <laughs> but I, yeah, it's just, you know, again, kind of not knowing my, my grandparents, I heard stories about them, but always seeing my mom and dad be grandparents and knowing that relationship. I've just always been curious about how a relationship like that might have been for me. And so just yep. making up stories about potential families, I guess. This is what 
novelists do, right? Isn't the whole thing? Making, <laughs> right, right. making up the stuff and exactly. finding the families. And so tell me about the process of writing the book. Like how long did it take and how, what was that like? And how did you balance everything else in your life? And what else is in your life? Like what are you balancing and how crazy is your life and all of that stuff? Yeah. Well, this path was not a very straightforward path. My writing program, I graduated from in 2011. And this was my thesis, the first 100 pages. And so after grad school, I worked on it for probably another year and didn't get in. I didn't have beta readers. I wasn't in a writing group. It was a draft. And I just, I don't know, maybe just the immaturity at the time. I don't know. I, I was just like, oh, it's ready to go. So I sent it to agents and didn't really get any interest from agents. And so it was only then that after going through that process, I worked on it a little bit more, revised, um, sent it out again, got a little bit more interest of people who wanted to read the entire manuscript, but um, just agents passing for one reason or another. So I had kind of put it away and started working on something else. And so in 2020, with everything being locked down, I work in public health. So I was busy working for our local health department and George Floyd death that made headlines and everybody was just kind of, um, it was just a very fraught time. And we know that there were organizations who wanted to step up and just maybe feeling just helpless and wanting to do something. And so Graydon House, they're an imprint of Harlequin HarperCollins. They put out an open call for fiction by unagented Black writers. And so I said, well, I have this book on that I, you know, it's just been sitting here and I wasn't able to find an agent. So, hey, let me clean it up a little bit and send it their way. Well, first I, well, I sent the query and what they said is they, and the first, I think five or 10 pages, and they said they would give feedback to anyone who met the criteria. So I'm like, you know, at least that, that would be wonderful. They didn't promise that they would represent any or publish anyone's manuscript. But there was an editor there who took interest. She asked for the full manuscript and it was months and months later. I never got the feedback. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe that's a good thing. And so uh, March of 2021, (laughs) she reached out and said that Graydon House would be interested in publishing my novel and she wanted to be my editor, but I had to get an agent to sign the contract. So um, she helped me find an agent who was wonderful and I wouldn't have been able to connect to otherwise because she was closed to queries. And since then, it's just been kind of a whirlwind. Uh, we spent quite a bit of time revising, but then all the other things that go along with publishing. And so over this 12, I guess, year journey, 12 plus year journey, I've had my children are now all, uh, my youngest is in college. And so they've kind of seen me go through this. Um, But it's, I can't imagine, you know, publishing 10 years ago. I think the timing was just right for this book. Not that I wouldn't have wanted to publish a long time ago and not go through all of this, but just thinking about how crazy things have been now um, these last two years. I think if I had younger children, it would have been a lot harder to balance along with my full-time job. I can attest to that. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. Well, what a great story. And it just speaks to like timing is such a huge factor in books in general. And like when it's meant to come out, when it's not, like w- what pieces you can take from past stories and how everything you do, it's like never a waste. You know, it's never a waste. That I, I definitely believe that. And, and it can be hard, especially for um, new writers or writers who really want to get their work published to think that, you know, well, I'm working on so hard on this and maybe it's not going to happen right away. But I definitely feel like that time that I had was valuable for me. And so, and some books, some people, you know, things happen very, very fast and that is just their timing. And so I have to kind of be at peace with believing that this was the right time for this book. I think that the fast timing stories are much more rare. I feel like I should go back through all these podcasts and (laughs) and, and get some stats out of the conversations, because I think you would find that those stories are, are few and far between. And yet That's the allure, true. the allure of them is, is so, into, you know, so intoxicating. Everybody thinks like, well, maybe that'll happen to me, you know, yes. <laughs> when yes. in, in actuality, that's quite rare. So definitely. Yeah. That'd be yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay. In my spare time, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, do, I'll work on that on the side. Um, and then of course this became a read with Jenna pick on top of everything else. I mean, how crazy that is amazing. Did you, what, what was that story like and how did you find out and did you have to keep it a secret and tell me that whole story? I did. That was, um, definitely unexpected and overwhelming. Um, so I finished a pretty good version of the book, um, probably around this time last year, um, just because the publisher, they need time for sales and marketing and all those things that go on behind the scenes, along with final edits, but a pretty good version of the draft. They said, we need this to send out to um, all the book clubs. And I'm like, okay. And just didn't really think much of it because I know how hard those opportunities are to come by. But in August, I was going back and forth with my editor and she emailed me and she said, by the way, do you have a chance to chat a little bit later? I have some nice news. And I was like, okay, if she wouldn't have said the nice news, I would have panicked because we've only, we had only spoken on the phone like one other time before everything we have, um, billion emails going back and forth, but rarely talk. And so she said, I just need to find a time when Sharice, who's my agent, can meet. So they call me and uh, they ask me if I'm sitting down. Then they ask me if I have any champagne. Uh, (laughs) Andy, I was up north visiting my dad and so I didn't, but I'm like, well, I can get some. And so they told me the news that that, um, it was going to be a selection for March. And uh, they said, you know, you might have to move the date up. And I was like, that's that's totally okay with me. And I I was just thrilled. And then I I thought we were kind of ending the conversation. And then they're like, well, wait, there's more. And I'm like, what? And that's when they said that she was also starting a production company and she was going to buy the rights because she wanted to make this into a, I didn't know what at the time, but it ended up being a television show. So it was incredible. And then they said, yes, and you can't tell anyone. (laughs) For, For the biggest secret of, I think I've ever had to keep like that for for eight months, seven or eight oh months. Oh my gosh. But yeah. 
It's like now you can write a book about the pain of the secret keeping. Right. <laughs> right. Well, now I know, I mean, it was, I, I know how to hold on to a secret now, definitely, and can maybe translate that to a character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the book club winning character in your next book. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, well, that's so exciting. And it was so nice meeting you at the Read with Jenna celebration and all of that. Yeah. So cool. I mean, she's really gotten so many wonderful authors and stories and it's really fabulous to use the whole today show platform for that and all of it it's great yes it's it's amazing I mean it's just I can't imagine having that type of a platform as a debut is incredible so I'm just incredibly grateful to her and all the people that work with her it's been a a nice ride so far wow hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And now, are you working on another book? I am. So I teach at a community college. I'm in my office right now. (laughs) And so we have one more week in the semester and then I am off for three months. And so I've been doing research on my next book and, but I'm looking forward to sitting down and just really getting that muscle again of writing every day and getting a good draft or close to a full draft of something by the end of the summer. So something that's um, kind of similar in tone. It's a story that's very grounded, but maybe has like a teeny bit of, of magic that mm-hmm. people hopefully can suspend their disbelief for. Interesting. Love it. Um, do you have some go-to books or authors that you really love? Or are you reading anything right now? Yeah. Uh, well, I definitely am inspired by Zora Neale Hurston. She definitely had a little bit of her influence, I think, um, in some way in uh, Black Candle Women and always love Terry McMillan because what she did for um, sharing stories of, of 
Black women in contemporary life. I always appreciate how she kind of paved that way. Um, and right now I'm just reading a, a lot of books. I I read on my Kindle. I read um, hardcover books or paperbacks. And I listen on my way to work. I listen to a lot of books. Just finished a book by a friend of mine. We have this little writer's uh, crew in Southern California. Um, but uh, Jasmine Iolani Hakes, uh, she uh, just published a book called Hula that I oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. in a week and it's it's wonderful it's incredible so I had a good time listening to that and um I just started this morning uh, Yellow Face which I think just came out yep, I have today. that here I have to read that yes yes so yeah that's kind of those have been keeping me occupied amazing uh what advice would you have for aspiring authors Oh, well, uh, definitely doing something that I didn't do, um, at least initially, is um, having a, a writing community, I think, is very important. A trusted writing community, people that you can talk to about writing, that you can get resources from, that can encourage you, and then people that you can trust to read your manuscripts along the way. Um, maybe not super early because we know how those uh, early drafts can be, but um, but somebody that can, you know, depending upon what you need from them, can give you advice or tell you what they like or the ways that maybe you can strengthen things or just, again, just encourage you and keep, tell you to keep going. I think that's super valuable and I plan on relying on that um, with any other projects that I work on. Amazing. So when you think about the summer and getting to work on this next book, do you, is, is, do you have anything that like you keep next to you? Like I always have chocolate covered almonds, which are not the best for (laughs) (laughs) that. I kind of like mainline whenever I'm trying to get anything done is, do you have things like that? Any go-to snacks or routines or rituals or whatever? Yeah. Well, in the mornings I like to have my coffee. I may, I have like a I make my my little homemade latte uh-huh. with uh, uh, my vanilla cream. I have to have that. And then in the afternoons, I love to snack on kettle corn. So there's a farmer's market on Thursdays by the house. And so I pick up a big thing of kettle corn. And that usually lasts me over the weekend if I'm writing over the weekend. So that's the those are kind of my two things that I really like to have. And apples and peanut butter. To, for, oh, that's yeah. another snack that I like. So, Yeah. Lots of I, I like bananas and sun butter too, sort of a spinoff. Oh, okay. So if you want to mix it up, you know, <laughs> it's like my morning breakfast. Anyway, I don't even know why I'm talking about this, but anyway, sorry. Um, thank you, Diane. Thank you for coming on Mom's Out Time to Read Bugs. Thank you thank for you. Um, sharing your experience. Again, it was so great to meet you. And yeah, just so excited for you. I love hearing inspiring stories like this of, you know, sort of perseverance and timing and having all the things sort of work out and having good things happen to nice people. It's really awesome. <laughs> Thank you. And thanks for all that you do for writers. It's, it's amazing and wonderful. And congratulations on your Webby Award. Oh, thank you. I know. <laughs> we, uh, we had fun. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, I hope our paths cross again, especially in, in Southern California and the store and everything. So Definitely. I plan to visit soon. Okay. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. 
Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.